Welcome back to another episode of Tell Me Sis podcast featuring your two favorite sisters, Alex and Kyla. Hi everyone. Hi guys. Happy it's been New a while. <laughs> yeah, it's been it's been a minute. Um first of all, sorry about that. <laughs> we kind of left the last episode with like next week we're going to talk about this and then we just vanished for a month. So. I feel like it's been longer than a month. Well, it has been technically, but like because we had re, uh, pre-recorded, oh, it yeah. had gone up like after we recorded. But yeah. even at that, like it's been yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, I don't even remember the last time we recorded or what the episode was even about. I know, so long ago. But yeah, you know, just life happens. Yeah, I mean, it was it was right before the holidays, and then we were going through something like some family stuff. Um. It just was a lot. And then Kyla was away for two weeks, which we'll get into. And then with, you know, the new year, getting back to work, like just it's been so busy that finding a time to get together was really hard. And I always said from the beginning, I never want to force you, Kyla, to like do this. Like this is something that should just be fun for us. Yeah. And it is fun. Yeah. But when you have a job, like you have a full time job. I have a full time job, but it's not only that I I work a lot. And like it's it's busy you know like my job is in I work at at a real estate agency so in real estate it's very fast paced there's a lot of last minute things yeah um you need to be like extremely organized plan ahead do a lot of uh research and prep and on top of all clocking clock out like it is I mean it is technically it's a nine to five but like they don't expect this of me I just do it where it's like you know, I'll have a day, let's say last minute, I'm asked to go like into a meeting for something or or whatever. And, and the tasks that I had planned for that day mm-hmm. get pushed, but then they still have to get done by a certain date. Right. And I have all of these other tasks that I have planned for specific days. So you'll work after hours. Exactly. And like, you know, I have I've been working towards this new opportunity which is actually on the horizon now um and it's really exciting i won't say exactly what it is but yeah just wait just wait till it's still let's just say this i'll still be working with the people i'm working with now and just expanding yes exactly and i just think it's all good things exactly and but you've been working so hard literally for this exactly and you know, I, I pitched an idea and they liked it. So we're going to, you know, see see how we can go about this. And it's really exciting. And I feel like this is what I've wanted for God knows how long. And it's actually happening. Like, Kyla, think about just how miserable you were at your old job. And, like, then you got this job and it's been really fun and great and, like, a learning experience. And now you're even expanding into something more of what you wanted to do and I still get to have the opportunity to work with the same people people that I'm with now and that makes me really happy because I love who I work with currently and it's the first position I've had since I've started working full-time for like people yeah because I was technically working full-time before like the, the whole influencing thing but it's not the same no um Anyways, like this is the first time since I've started working in the corporate world where I actually feel like I'm learning a lot and the people that I work with, I feel like 
I learned so much from them and they're so good at what they do. It's like I'm not I don't know. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Like there was still that part of me that was like as like I'm so happy that I get the best of both worlds because I'm still going to be working with people that I feel like I'm learning a lot from mm-hmm. and that I also like. Um but then I also get to do more of what I've wanted to do. Yeah. for years now. And, um, and with that being said, like I, I, on top of my full-time position, I now have to do all of these extra things on the side Mm -hmm. for this new opportunity opportunity. And it's just been really busy and I had to make that my priority. Like tonight I have a dinner planned and I'm, I'm going to force myself to go because I woke up at seven 30 this morning. It's Saturday. Wow. I was getting work done this morning um after you leave my place I'm going to do some more work and this is all like for me basically right right right. um I mean still technically for other people but like like because I want to do a really good job and like impress people like I want them to be happy plus I also have to put a bunch of things together um And then tonight I have a dinner, so I'm, like, forcing myself to go to that dinner because I was thinking about it. I don't make enough time for, like, events outside of work. Like, Mm -hmm. I'll I'll see my friends here and there, but I I don't remember the last time I went out for dinner in Montreal. I don't remember, like, doing different things in Montreal, activities in Montreal. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just – I feel like when I'm in Montreal, I'm either working – um watching a movie at my condo mm-hmm. cleaning my condo um like seeing friends at like one of our places right going to mom and dad's and like that's it what about dates don't you go out for dates uh, i don't even remember the last time i went out on a date oh wow okay well that's a good thing though 2024 yeah it's about prior to prioritizing yourself as well not yeah. just your goals and ambitions but you as a person yeah i need to have like a better work-life balance that's yeah. my issue. I don't know how to like disconnect. You know what? You will event like right now you're kind of in the grind. Yeah. And this is what I always say with my friends because I have a lot of friends that are entrepreneur entrepreneurs and they really grind, 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 grind. And then they kind of burn out. Mm-hmm. And it's like, obviously there's a healthy balance, but when you're first starting and you're first doing everything and you're getting excited and you're passionate and like you're in the thick of it, but you yeah. will get to a point where you're going to figure out how to balance it properly yeah and I think that um like before I had this position um and especially now with this new opportunity um I had no problem disconnecting from work Mm -hmm. because I wasn't passionate about what I well I was passionate about like my actual job description like what I was doing right but it was like there was more to it that just made me like not like, if anything, I was, like, so eager to disconnect after work. Right, you know what right, I mean? Right. Whereas, like, now it's because I'm, I'm like, passionate about what I'm doing. And then on top of it, I'm in, like, a really good situation in mm-hmm. terms of the company I'm with. I also feel like, Kyla, your mental health, like, from the outside perspective has just seemed so much more positive. Like because I'm vibe, so much happier. Like your, I'm not saying like everyone is perfect 100% of the time. Obviously not. But like just 
your presence yeah your energy just seems more like relaxed yeah i am more relaxed even though you are working harder and are probably there's a lot more stress you're dealing with on a day-to-day basis it's less negative because you're excited about what you're doing yeah exactly so overall overall being around you and i was telling this to daddy too i was like i feel like kyla's like she like her her aura it just seems like i know that sounds funny but she just seems like good yeah you know and i'm proud of you thank you i know it's like life's a ebbs and flows but yeah there's obviously going to be like moments where i mean think about the fall of 2022 when When we started started the podcast (laughs) oh my god that was like the worst time like your energy not saying it because my energy too was like not great that was a a horrible year for me oh my god thinking back to that time in my life and it wasn't even like it was there was no like drama happening it was just like happiness the circumstance yeah that i was in where it's like which is so sad because now you know when when you're going through something and then you come out of it, you come out of that bad headspace and yeah. you start reflecting. Yeah. And you realize like all the things that you did have and that were good at the time. But you didn't realize it. But you don't realize it. I know. I know. It's crazy. But also it's funny because when you're going through those times, you think that they're never going to end. Like you're like, this is my life from for the rest of my life. And yeah. I just have to accept it. And like, I'm so miserable. And like, you know, oh, eventually I'll probably feel good. But like, I don't feel good right now and it just sucks especially when you're in a rut that's been like lasting for a while yeah like that's that's the worst because sometimes it's like you know you could just have a bad day here and there no but when it's like months but when it's months and I I think that's like when we started the podcast it was like months of that it was almost a year of that yeah um and I was just so like I need to I need to change things and I was trying my best and I was I was like actually really working on you know my perception Mm -hmm. um journaling I was journaling I was trying to work out as much as possible but like I think it was just you when you work with people Mm -hmm. when you work with people that are toxic yeah that will just completely deteriorate your and mental health. And it's not health. like there's anything you can do about it in that situation, in that regard. Like, you have control over the rest of your life, but, like, when you're at work and then you're dealing with that... Yeah. And you have no control over how other people treat you or anything like that in a work environment. That's why I totally sympathize. Now hearing, like, kind of what you went through, and I've had a few friends with, like, not great coworkers or bosses or whatever, and I just... I hear the stories and I'm like, holy crap. And because especially when you're working a nine to five, yeah, you're and you have to go in office as well. Mm-hmm. Like that occupies like almost 80 percent of your mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. So it's it's almost like your family where you're forced to be around these people. And especially when it comes to work, you're already under a certain amount of pressure to not only get the job done, but do it well. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that. If the company you're at is extremely disorganized, they're unprofessional, Mm -hmm. if there's like toxic employees, um, it's just... And you're trying to stay professional, but you're internally like, what the fuck? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And not only that, but like, especially if you have a position that is more on the creative side Mm -hmm. and you're with a company that like 
how do I like no matter what company you work for if you're if you're creating content or like doing anything that's creative like you still obviously have to stay under the brand guidelines and use their tone of voice you know always think about their vision and like basically replicate that or execute that through whatever it is that you're doing it's almost harder because you're when you're using your creative brain it's not just it's not just you so it makes your job harder because you have to really understand the brand that you're doing this for and Mm -hmm. their vision and their tone of voice like there's so much that goes into it but it's it's like a fun challenge for sure um but yeah it is that it it makes the job so much harder because it's not like you know I'm just gonna start taking pictures and videos and edit them to what I feel like right is what I like because I know what I like sometimes it's like you know But anyways, what I was saying was when you're doing this for a brand, like no matter what, you have to obviously follow their guidelines. But if they don't even know what they want themselves (laughs) (laughs) and like and then you have to kind of like pick their brain and like there's they're disorganized. There's no structure. And they don't like the, the end result, but they can't tell you what they want. Yeah. And you're like, and then it's like, how do I say this in a professional way where it's like, I can't read your mind. Yeah. And you don't even know what you want. Also, like, why did you hire me if there's going to be like micromanaging going on? (laughs) And, you know, you're going to say that you know what the brand and like what's best and whatnot. Then it's like, okay, so then why hire someone to do this creative work for you when like, you're going to say no to everything and then be like, but why aren't we like, you know, going viral or why aren't we making sales? And it's like, well, <laughs> you know, yeah. um, this is not the case with the place I'm currently no, at, no, by the way. I just want to make that job. clear. This is like an older job that I had years ago. But um, yeah, it was just like, you know, not, <laughs> it not almost pleasant. makes you appreciate your different jobs you know yeah you see that tiktok trend where it's like people go over their their jobs like their past jobs and like rate them i've seen a few of those i've seen i've seen those uh i haven't seen that trend specifically but i've seen um people saying like their their like work horror stories oh no 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 these are just kind of like they explain (gasps) you know what i have seen that trend there's one girl in specific this was like months ago that i saw her making videos rating all the places that she's worked at yeah and i swear to god alex i think in this one minute video she listed like 50 different jobs <gasps> that she's had oh but like it was funny because she clearly didn't give a shit and like she's like i got a job um at walmart and i showed up to the position and my boss told me that okay this is what you're gonna start doing today she told me my my first task that i had to do I grabbed my stuff and I just left. Oh, She's like, I didn't want to do it. It was so stupid. And she's like, I rate that job a two out of 10. <laughs> she didn't even do the job. I know. Well, I was thinking about it for me because I was like, well, I would count babysitting as my first job because even though you're technically underage from work life, I was still getting paid to watch yeah. people's children. Yeah. So I would count that. And then obviously lifeguarding was like our first job. And yeah. I, ha- I lifeguarded for like six years. That's a long time. Yeah, yeah, I mean, for a while it was just the summer and then during the winter it was like school, but then I was doing in the winter part-time work. Me on and weekends. my sister actually worked at um the Y together as lifeguards. The YMCA. Was that how long did we work together for? Was it a few years? I don't remember. I was actually trying to think of how long I worked there in general cuz I don't remember when I started. I'm sure mom will. 
And I don't remember, actually I do remember when I finished because I had worked one summer at the Y instead of an outdoor pool and I hated it because I was inside yeah. all summer and I was like, hey, not doing that. And then the following summer I worked at um, the golf course pool. You actually got me the job at the Y and at that I golf did? course pool. You worked at the golf course with me? Yeah, for just a summer. Why don't I remember that? It was me, you... Catherine. Catherine. Candace. I think Steph. Yep. Steph worked there. Candice. Uh, who else? Did Laura ever work there? She's not a lifeguard. Who was it that also worked there that was your friend? When we were all friends. the re- Catherine was like the supervisor. So she got us the job. Um. Yeah. I remember working there though. Like the, the golf course. It was just yeah. one summer. It was and- fun. And we got paid well. I don't remember the pay. I remember well, paid well for lifeguarding is not well. <laughs> no, like just... at the time, like the age that we were and like what the job was. Yes, but if we had worked like as a waitress or something, or even in real t- retail, would have made more money. Lifeguards are not paid well where we live. I remember um, my second summer lifeguarding. I was the summer pool that I was at. We had so many events that we were hosting that summer. And the lifeguards basically have to do all the work, right? Yeah. We have to do all of the planning, the prepping, mm-hmm. the setting up, the actual event itself. Um, we have to clean up everything, get organized and whatnot. And that's all outside of our, our like regular working like yeah, uh, lifeguard hours. And, you know, obvi- like in those days, it's like you're all young. I think the oldest person on staff was like 22, 23. Yeah. So my first summer, I was 16. Second summer, I was 17. So I was 17 this summer and it was just, I was working. I think I was working like over 40 hours, like almost 40 hours a week. Oh, I was working way, no, you were definitely working way more than that, Kai. You live at the pool. I lived, I remember having like uh, mental breakdowns when I'd come home because I would start work at seven in the morning and get home at like 9 30 p.m yeah and it was like that almost every single day and I remember there was one time where I was like f this I'm I think well, I forget what it what okay, was so you happening didn't enjoy it really the second summer no because it was just too much right and I remember getting in shit for something like I was supposed to be at the pool for something but it was like pointless for me to be there. It was more just like, oh, like all guards have to be here. And like I was already working crazy hours and I wanted one afternoon to go for lunch right. with my friend. And so I I told whoever my supervisor was at the time that I was like leaving or something. And I remember getting in shit for it. And <laughs> I like knew in that moment I was like, I'm not going back. I'm no, like, I don't want to work here anymore. Well, it's crazy because when I was thinking about my jobs and I was like, oh, I should do this trend. I'm like. Unless you work as a lifeguard in the summer pool community in like the West Island of Montreal, you don't really understand. It's like you don't do it for the money. You do it because you love it. Because my first summer working when you are a junior and you're working all the time. And I don't know if it's like this with every pool, but at least the pool I was at, I was paid $2,000 for the summer total. And I worked. I'm not even kidding, Kyla. I lived at that pool every single day. Like you said, I was there for more than 12 hours in a day. Obviously, yeah. you'd get some days off. Yeah. But like you work weekends when it's your weekend shift. You're there all day Saturday, all day Sunday, rain or shine. Mm-hmm. And it's just like. And even sometimes if you're having like events for the members of that pool, like yeah. their kids, then you have to like sleep over. Yeah. And then you're also like and think about it. It's it's more than just like when you're on shift doing like your your um like just guarding the pool while people mm-hmm. are swimming. 
that's outside of I was a synchro coach. Swim I coach. was a swim coach, swim, swim lessons, swim lessons, and swim team. Diving, I did diving. Uh, diving as well, and I think there was even like sometimes I I had to sub for water polo. But I like did leaders, did you do leaders or junior leaders? Were you um, in charge of that? I don't remember. I had to do that too. I think I was in charge of leaders at my second like summer. I, th- I don't remember. I could be wrong. But you have to like come up with a routine. You have to teach them the routine. Yeah, it's all you have to have practice. Hours. And this is all outside of your shift. So it's crazy. I remember making 1900 <laughs> uh, my second summer. And that's insane to me. But that's like time, one paycheck. I know. But at the time when you're like 16, I was like, oh, I'm rich. And all my money would get spent on like alcohol and clothes. And food. Yeah. And it's because we had no responsibilities back then. <laughs> yeah, I know. We like lived. I remember getting my first paycheck ever from summer guarding. Mm-hmm. And I think it was like. Three hundred dollars? No, like, I'm sure it was less. It was probably like a hundred and something, or maybe it was like two thirty. I don't remember what. And I remember thinking, "Oh my god, I have so much money!" And <laughs> spending it all in like two days. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. Yeah, I think it. But like I said, it's like you go into it knowing that you're not making money. Like you're choosing the lifestyle. And it for me, I had so much fun. I did four summers of it in the winter time when you're working. Like when we worked at the YMCA, you're paid hourly, whereas you're not paid hourly in the summer pools. You're just like given the set rate it's for a the contract summer. Yeah, yeah exactly so in the winter when i was working at the y i think i was making like i don't know whatever minimum wage was at the time that's what i would make and so obviously if the more hours you worked the more you would make um and it was strictly just guarding the pool and teaching private lessons yeah i never had to like teach there was no synchro swimming diving yeah any of that um although in the winter at the y there was way more actual like like saving situations i had to do whereas in the summer at least the pool I worked at because it was more private. We didn't have just like walk-ins at the time because we had so many members that most of the people knew how to swim. So yeah. it was very rare that we would have to actually jump in the pool and like save someone. I never someone. had to jump in and, and help someone. Oh, I, at the Y, I've had to. Really? M- m- multiple times, yeah. Oh, I remember like you telling me a story where there was a kid drowning in the deep end once. Yeah, well, there was – I. Um, so when you're a certain amount of people in the pool – like, let's say 15 people, you're one guard up. I don't know if the rules have changed, guys. I haven't been a lifeguard in, like, so long. But when there's over 15 people up until 30 people, let's say, like, if you double it, you're two guards up. And so we used to have to sit on opposite sides. And so I was guarding the deep end and, like, looking to the left. And I, I just saw. I'm like, there's a kid that's about to jump in the deep end. And, like, he looked hesitant. Yeah. Like, he looks like he's trying to measure where the bottom is. And I'm like, mm that's not a good sign and he was little like five or six and so i'm getting ready i have my whistle and like no one's his parents aren't watching him Uh, i don't know if it was a birthday party or i don't remember if it was the birthday party or if the parents were there or not sometimes when there's a birthday party it was like one adult yeah um so i had my whistle out like literally ready to do the two whistles and of course he jumps in and like starts drowning so i got him out and um I remember that time because we have you always have to fill out like a report afterwards Mm -hmm. when there's any kind of incident and the woman who was I don't remember if it was the mom no must have not been the mom because it was like I guess the mom of the person's birthday party whoever it was that was like doing it she like did not want to sign or like fill out anything because she was like I guess nervous okay like some like she would get in trouble from the other i'm like what you're you're gonna send this kid home like there's something called secondary drowning which is like if you inhale any kind of water even though like you're fine you're breathing now like he could still like drown overnight because if there's water in his lungs like you need to tell his parents 
so they can keep an eye on him yeah like you're just gonna not tell his parents and like also he's gonna go home and be like i drowned yeah today like what are you doing i know and then like the parents are gonna find out from their kid and not yeah i had to get my boss to come down because she was working upstairs i had to get her to come down to like explain to this woman because she was not listening to me yeah and i was like do i call like cps like what am i what do i do in this situation because i've never had someone a parent you know be like no 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 hush hush like we're fine he look he's breathing he's fine i'm like he just puked everywhere because he was drowning Ew. Like, uh, I had to freaking save this child's life. Are you kidding me? Yeah. He was probably older than five or six, by the way. But, like, not super old. Yeah. You know, like, he was, he was like, a little kid. Oh, I was so mad. I remember that bothered me for a really long time. I also, not to, like, brag about this, is actually awful, but I saved Sophia's life when, she, when I was 11 and she was, like, two. I, re- I remember, like, standing at the side of the pool and she started drowning and you were standing on the diving diving board and you jumped in to help her but liana got to yes. her first well, okay technically my aunt saved her daughter's life but i jumped in to try to like get her out of the pool but i was 11 and so i'm like trying to lift her up but i'm sinking because <laughs> i didn't know what i, I was still doing. remember so vividly the image of you jumping in the pool to help her i remember you were wearing a black bathing suit with like white yeah uh, seams and you jumped in and like the way that you jumped in was so like elegant looking. Really? Yeah, because you were you were so like skinny and dainty. I was a, a child, a literal child trying to save a child. I didn't. I've never taken at this point in my life ever a saving like lifeguarding course. I just saw my little cousin, who was a toddler at the time, younger than Arky, fall in the deep oh end God. of the pool and start drowning. Yeah, and the whole family was there. Like it, they took their eyes off of her for a split second. Like this is how fast it happens, and this is why I'm so. Did she fall in the pool? Yeah, she fell. Okay. She didn't like jump in. Like she just, I think I wasn't, I'm not sure if it was a slip or just like she was walking. Because I just remember her being on her back and she was trying to like kick. Yeah. Like she didn't know what she was doing, but Leanna was pregnant. And in my memory, I'm underwater trying to hold her up and I just see all these bubbles because I'm like trying to lift her and I just see Leanna like jump in the pool and just like pull her out. Oh my God. She was fine. Like everything was okay. Like it was, it was so quick the way it happened. Um, but that's why, like, I think water safety is probably the number one thing you should have any child do. Like the first, first thing is teach your kid how to swim. And then if you go anywhere around a pool, it is not anyone else's responsibility to watch your child. It's not the lifeguard's responsibility. It's your responsibility to watch your child. And if you have a pool, you need a fence. Yeah. Like, I just think it's, it's, it it takes us, I'm not trying to scare anyone by the way, but like, I am kind of trying to scare you because it is a serious thing and it takes three seconds i mean anyways i just like i'm very passionate about this because like i've seen it firsthand um yeah i've i've had to do i i didn't actually have to do cpr on someone but i had to hold their their head while someone performed cpr um and it wasn't even at the pool it was in the gym at my seja and i just happened to be there at for a project and do you remember the munch box yes so i was sitting there we finished our like little meeting and then i was like okay i'm gonna go soon um, and I was just talking to one of my friends. I was sitting there and all of a sudden I see all of the lifeguards run up from the pool and run to the gym. And I was like, what's going on? And then I see an ambulance out. Oh, no, the ambulance came after. But I see, yeah, all these people and like this guy with a walkie talkie like run by, I guess, a security guy. And so everyone's curious. So we all walk to the gym to see what's going on. And there was um like an old timer, not pickleball, but that didn't exist back then but like a floor hockey Mm -hmm. type event going on. And a guy 
fell unconscious and so the lifeguards and they were all so young there they were like probably like their first or second year lifeguarding which okay it's not an excuse everyone who becomes a lifeguard should be trained but when it's like your first experience like it's jarring right and you're trying to do things to keep the person alive before the uh, first responders come you know it's usually the firefighters and then it's ambulance and so one guy is like they're performing CPR and the other person is like, okay, hold his head. But they were like kind of panicking. So I just like went over. I was like, I'm a lifeguard. And I, try- I helped a little bit yeah. until the um, fireman came. But I remember after that, because you're, you're not even thinking in that moment. Like I used to think when I was younger that I would not, I would freeze yeah, and I wouldn't know what to do. But it's like the opposite. You like just, you don't even think. You just do it out of instinct and like, you have so much adrenaline running through you like it's someone's life mm-hmm. that you're trying to save um and yeah i remember like then the first responders came and they like got him on like whatever they were helping and then ambulance came they took him to the hospital he's fine like everything turned out yeah. okay but i remember after that for like months i had like i don't want to say ptsd because it wasn't to the point where i was like it scared you like it really freaked me out yeah and i was like because you break the person's ribs when you're doing cpr yeah i know because you're pressing i know I, I feel like i don't know because this is that i've never been in a situation like that yeah. um but i don't know what i would do in that situation because i i know that you have to break the person's ribs and like that but like honestly you're trying when you're trying to keep someone alive like you're like I said, in the moment, you're not thinking about you're like, just like gross. in that you're like holy shit. Savior this mode. person's dying. Like they're not dying right now. They are not dying right now. Like I'm keeping them alive. You're not thinking about the fact that you're like doing that to them. You're like yeah. pumping their heart to keep them alive. And then it's only afterwards where you're like holy fucking shit. Like I never actually had to perform CPR, but I mean I watched it. Okay, so I think I was talking about this last week with you guys, but last um, week, <laughs> last, yeah. last month. No, oh last me week. oh yeah in person. like with with I you and the podcast. family okay, okay okay sorry sorry. but um i was scrolling through tiktok one night and as you guys know i live alone in my condo um so i'm scrolling through tiktok and i come across a video of a it's like a, a cop wearing his body cam and he's basically um saving this like i think it was like a a one-year-old from choking and oh, the yes, mom was all frantic yeah. and so i was like oh my god that's so scary because the mom didn't know what to do Ugh. so the cop had to save the baby and the baby was fine in the end yeah. but um i was like oh my god i don't know like because I, I know that you have to perform um cpr and also like the heimlich well you in a, CPR. there's different there's different techniques for like depending on like the age yeah um so i was like oh that's 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 crazy because i don't even know how i would be able to like help a choking one-year-old like how do you do that so i'm like doing all this research Mm -hmm. and then also in my mind i'm like you know it's crazy that this mom didn't even know how to do that on her child you know you'd be surprised the amount of people that don't know like basic first aid i know response but then not only that i was like i live alone what do, what do I do if I start choking on my food? Because it's so easy. So then I was looking up on TikTok how to do the Heimlich on yourself. Oh my God, Kyla, that's so scary. I know. I never thought about that. Me neither. I've literally never thought about this in my life. And I started thinking about that in the moment. I was like, wait, what if you're alone and you start choking on your food? And I know that dad has a friend whose brother passed away because he choked on his sandwich. <gasps> um, 
So I'm look, looking at videos and they're saying like, you know, like what to do. What What do you do for people out there that live So alone? basically, if you start choking on your food, the first thing is um, you, you obviously try to like perform the Heimlich on yourself. So it's like find either a chair or like the corner of a desk and where you would do that like uh, Heimlich. So if like, for anyone pressure. that doesn't know, it's so where your ribs meet, like at the bottom, you have that little bump. Mm-hmm. It's like. Or if you want to do it this way, you put your fingers on your belly button and then you do two fingers above your belly button and then you put a fist over those yeah. fingers and you kind of just press really hard like uh, in and up where like your diaphragm. But is like basically. it's it's recommended that instead of doing that on yourself, you, you just, just like, find like the corner of a chair or the corner of a table or desk, whatever. And, slam and you on. literally slam that part <gasps> in, but also call 911 like so they have instantly your... even if you can't talk yeah they could just track your oh my God, I'm so scared location i know well i was thinking even like even if you don't live alone but you're alone at that moment in time like to know to know that i know i was actually listening to the canceled podcast do you know what that is yeah it's like with tana mojo yeah and brooke and they were talking about like because when you live alone like what do we do if like <laughs> Would anyone reckon, uh, realize that if I died and I lived alone and like how long would it take for you to figure out that I'm dead? I know. So like I think and they were talking about like what they should. Anyways, I think for us just in general, if it's been like four days or three days and I haven't heard from you and like I I know that you're not at work because like I have your location and you're just at home for three days, you better fucking answer me if I text you or else I'm calling 911. <laughs> Yeah. Or is there a different, like, what can I do? You know? Well, I think for me, instantly, it would be my work that would be like, where's Kyla? She's supposed to be in today. Oh, true. She hasn't showed up, and it's not like her to not tell us in advance. Also, you also post on weekends for them. So if you didn't post, uh, they might yes, be like, where? If I don't that? post over the weekend, and then also if I don't show up to work. Okay. Um, But let's say it's midweek or something. Yeah. Um, if I don't show up to a shift at work and also if I'm not responding to any of like my messages, my emails and stuff, I think my work would be the first to know. Do they have our contact information or like mom and dad's? Uh, you should probably give that to them. I don't know. <laughs> this is like my paranoid self, like thinking of everything as if this is going to happen, but you never know. Um, I don't think they would like like call 911 or anything like right away i think for them it would just be more like oh that's weird is she okay and then they would probably like follow up the next day and if like if nothing still then they would maybe call then maybe they would um like look into it or something but i think that with my friends and family it would take more than it would maybe be like i think jess if i didn't answer her for like 24 hours she would be like hello are you okay? And she I also mean, has my location. Yeah. If you don't answer me for 24 hours, I'll just text you again. Like if I have a question yeah. and you don't answer me, yeah, I'll like kind of ping it to you the next day again. If I don't answer for 24 hours and you see my location is at home, text me again or try calling me. And if I don't answer, then it probably means something's wrong. Okay. That's good to know. <laughs> I was thinking about the safety measure- measures on the podcast, but I think it's good to for this kind of stuff because you you literally never know i know i'm paranoid too i mean like do you see these extra locks you know well that's for an intruder yeah but it's scary yeah it really scares me there's nights i go to like i'm going to bed and i think about 
if I'm watching a show, I'm watching the show Fool Me Once. First of all, I keep getting messages on... Oh, was that what you wanted me to watch? I was going to text you and ask you the Netflix show that you told me to watch. Was that it? Uh, I don't think so. No? I just started watching this a few nights ago. Okay, so no. There was something that you and mom had told me to watch on Netflix and then mom was going to explain it. And you're like, don't say anything. Uh, do you remember like what actors were in it? No, but I remember like you were like, it's it on was a show on Netflix. And I was like, oh, our Netflix doesn't work anymore. And then mom had to like make an extension. Is it a show or was it a movie? Oh, I don't know. Maybe it was a movie. But I was trying to think of it last night because Dan and I, we finished Survivor. So we're like, what can we watch? And then I was like, oh, remember my mom and Kyla were talking about that thing where we couldn't remember what it was. Well, what have you watched recently? Um, So I'm watching Fool Me Once now. And I don't remember watching any shows or movies recently. That I'll I, ask mom. I remember telling you about this and telling mom not to give anything away. I'll just ask mom again. But I'm scared yeah. she's going to like be like tell me a little bit of the details i know because then you tell her stop stop i don't want to know anything and she just has to keep going yeah but she's not like she's not giving away um like what am I, what's the word information I'm for? yeah she's not giving away any kind of like spoilers but i just yeah. don't like to know any information yeah i don't want to know the actors like just just let me watch it yeah um but i agree there is a show that you should watch on it's I don't know if it's an HBO show, but it's on Crave. Okay. It's called True Detective. Okay. And each season is like a different. It's kind of like um, American Horror Story, where it's a different story. Okay. So you don't have to watch the other seasons because I haven't watched the other seasons. But season four, episode one, just came out. Kyla. Is it different actors every time or same? Uh, I think it's different actors. Okay. This one has Jodie Foster in it, so that's the one actor I know. Oh my god, season four. Season four, <laughs> episode one came out, so it comes out every week. <gasps> It is true detective. True detective. I'm down. So I, I didn't know what to expect because I saw one girl talk about it on her story and she's like, "This episode like was really fucked up," and I was like, "Ooh, I kind of want to watch that." Mm-hmm. It is so good. Like, okay, you need to watch need, it. I'm gonna watch it when I'm done this show that I'm watching now. Do you have a lot left? I am on episode four. It took me a while to get through episode one. To be honest, it took me like a few, like two or three days to finish episode oh. one because. I found episode one was like a little bit boring, but then picks up. it picks up, especially in episode two and like towards the end. So you'd recommend it? So I recommend it. I'm only on episode four now. It's really freaking good. There's one season? Uh, I think so, yeah. And people on Instagram, I keep getting DMs and comments that I look like the main character, but like oh. a younger version than her. It's this okay. girl. Her name is Michelle Keegan. Michelle Keegan. It's a British show, by the way. Is it uh, uh, like a murder mystery type show? Like, what's the vibe of it? Yeah, it's like a um, psychological thriller, okay. suspense, Down. murder mystery. But there's all these things that are like, okay. you know, every episode, there's so many like cliffhangers. Oh, I can see it. I can totally see. Oh, my God. She's I mean, it's a huge stunning. compliment. It's a huge compliment, but I don't see it. I see it. I mean, you're not twins, but like. I could definitely see a bit of a resemblance compared to like... It's a huge compliment. Oh my God, this photo, Kyla. Like if I were to see that fast, I would think it's you. Really? Yeah. Definitely similar vibe. Like even this. I'm like, oh, that's something Kyla would post. Yeah, I see see it. When did she post that picture of her at the table? It's really pretty. (laughs) November 30th, 2023. So pretty. She says, December, I'm ready for you yeah that's okay i'm excited to watch it but 
It's really good. I highly recommend. Dan and I were not expecting Now I'm like, what was it that I recommended that me and mom were telling you guys about? We'll have to... It's going to bother me. Well, we'll figure it out and we'll update the pod next time, next episode. But my other jobs other than lifeguarding, because, okay, back to my lifeguarding days, when we worked at Elmridge, which was the golf course, Mm -hmm. we honestly barely guarded the pool because well also if it was an if it was an ugly day outside no, no one, one would come to the pool and i remember that summer having a lot of like overcast and there yeah. was like it was not like a really good summer so for the most part like you still have to go to your shift in case people sh- do show up to the pool um but there was a but certain like, amount of time where you were there like you can just go home because like no one's coming it's pouring rain all day today yeah exactly but like kyla there were so many times where we would just sit on the side of the pool and like one guy would go in the pool and just float there. And I'm like, I'm getting paid. And it was like probably the most I got paid of any lifeguarding job because that place had good money. And I, was I like, only worked there for one summer. I wonder why I didn't go back the next I think summer. I only worked one summer as well. I, but the summer after is when I started my shift at Brandy Melville. Oh, okay. The spring after. So that's when I started working retail. And again, it was like minimum wage but at least it was a clock in clock out like i didn't have to do oh i think that's when i started working at um 40 west as a hostess in the winter i started working at 40 west as a hostess and then i also got a job at alamo coco as like a hostess slash like i would help in like the kitchen sometimes with like the juices and like smoothies and stuff um and i like i stayed at those two jobs for like two years where did you work after that I did get Catherine a job at Alamo Coco. Oh, you she was got a waitress. her a job there. Yeah. She was a waitress. Okay. She started off as a hostess and then she was promoted to waitress. Okay. Because that's what she wanted to do. Right. Um, and I was like, no, thank you. I, I don't want to <laughs> be a waitress here. It was like so busy all the time and, and like hectic. I was like, I'll stand at the front. <laughs> um, How did you like working at 40 West? Because that's like a fancy steakhouse. I remember... It's a steakhouse, right? Yeah. It's okay. a really fancy steakhouse in Montreal. Um, I remember really liking it. Um, I liked the people I worked with. I remember there were some shifts where I would have to stay until like midnight or 1 a.m. And it was literally just I had to sit there because if people came and wanted to like um, take their jackets from coat right, check, right. I would have to do that. And like that was always boring because it's mm-hmm. like you're tired at that point and you're just sitting there doing nothing for mm-hmm. the most part. So like you can't leave until all the the coats and coat check were like gone. And uh but it was also nice because then people that would, you know, tip the coat check person, which was always the hostesses, mm-hmm. then we get that that tip. That's nice. So there was like extra I've never worked a tipping job ever. Really? No, cuz I was a lifeguard, which we don't get tipped even though we're saving your lives. And then I did retail, which I worked mainly at Brandy Melville, which I actually loved working there. I know it gets such a bad rep because of like the whole like one size thing. Um, But I loved the people I worked with. We had so much fun and everyone was really nice. Like I don't think when we started working there and Brandy had just opened in Montreal, I don't think we were bitchy girls at all. Um, I think we were very nice people. That's rare. Well, because everyone's like, oh, my God, if you work at Brandy Melville, you're a bitch. And I'm like, that was not my experience. Everyone was so, so, so nice. And people say that about uh, Aritzia employees as well. I worked at Aritzia for two weeks and then I quit. 
Okay, but I've that? never had a bad experience at Aritzia. I have. When I what was there. your experience again? Uh, this the, was after Brandy or before? This was when I left Brandy. Um, to I wanted to work closer to home. Mm-hmm. And Aritzia obviously was way closer. Um, And I, during my training, I was like, listen, it's not like the main employee's fault. There was the woman who came in from like the States to like train us, like their version. She told me I needed to like dye my hair because I had roots because I had an ombre hair like balayage and she didn't like that she's like that's not Aritzia's vibe that's Brandy's vibe and I was like okay I'm not gonna dye my hair like what and then she was like you have to fix your acne she like said like yeah just specific things like that I was like "Mm." oh my god I did not like the vibe and I didn't like how we had to be so pushy yeah like you have to go and talk to every single client that comes in and like push to like get them a fitting room and push the cell like I didn't like that like and you had to hit certain quotas throughout the week and the months and like whatever which is very common in retail mm-hmm. but at Brandy it was not it was so chill and I worked there for years so I was very used to that environment and I I personally when I go shopping hate when sales associates bother me yeah and so like I can tell if someone wants help or they don't want help and so if I go up to them and they like are like, yeah, sure, I'll take this. And like, I'm very helpful. I like it. And I, I like styling them and helping them. But if the person's like, no, no, I'm just looking. And like, you can get the vibe that they just don't want you. But then my boss would be like, well, go push, go push, go push. And I'm like, I hate that. Like you're you're going to do the complete opposite of like making a sale. You're just going to turn this person off. I know, but they're, they're like whole point, at least at this time in my life, this is, I don't know if they're still like this now, but the, it was very much like you probably will make a sale if you push for things and if you're like very good at your job but i'm like i hate when people do that to me so i i have find it very hard and i can't be like fake like that yeah so i just i lasted like two weeks and i was like f this i quit no yeah i did not like it at all but i i've heard stories of like customers going into aritzia and then like leaving and and bitching about this like the employees at Aritzia saying that like these girls like think they're better than everyone and like the looks that they give you it was just like a really like weird energy like in clicky? there not even just clicky but like bitchy oh the people I worked with were really nice I've never had an experience like that at Aritzia yeah, me neither I've definitely had like the pushiness because mm-hmm. I know like I get the behind the scenes now I've never had I've also never experienced not only not at Aritzia, but, like, just in general, I don't think. Like, there's no, like, incidents that kind of stand out to me where I felt like like this person was just really pushing to make a sale and it was annoying me. I've had that happen a lot. Not just at Aritzia, at, like, different places. I'll have sometimes, you know, like, someone's, like, offering to help and then they... they uh... They'll usually say, like, oh, well, if you need anything, my name is... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I've had that. Nice. I, I don't like know. That. I yeah. find the employees at Sephora really nice. Mm-hmm. At least at the one. They've we, always been really nice and helpful. And they're so like artistic. Like their makeup is so cool. And like you, I, I don't know. know. I just find like everyone is so nice there when I go in. And maybe it's because I just, I love Sephora. Yeah. So I'm like, ooh. Like I yeah. just get excited about things. And like if I ask for help and then they're like super passionate about it. I'm like, oh, this, and then they like sell me other products i'm like well i feel like people that work at sephora they want to work there because they actually have a passion for like makeup skincare hair care stuff like that yeah for sure like for the beauty industry and they're probably like you know makeup artists or hairstylists outside Mm -hmm. of sephora so like they know the products and they're they like it yeah and i really there was one time i went in for 
a concealer that was like trending on tiktok and the sales associate was really like don't waste your money on this yeah i've had that too and i was like oh i like you yeah she's like honestly like you can for the same product and quality you can get this one for cheaper and the one that you're trying to get like really creases yeah just in my experience you can you're welcome to take a sample but like don't waste your money and i was like yeah i really like when people will yeah but that's actually a smarter way to also go about i guess hiring your employees if you're Mm -hmm. selling products because then it you build trust and like that's the main thing with running a business is like you want to also have people want to go into the store and look around and ask for like you know the employees opinions and stuff Mm -hmm. like to a certain degree it's smart obviously like if you're if your employees are always like oh don't buy that it's too expensive and it's not that nice like well that's not good yeah that's not good but like you know well no they give you different options especially when it comes to like beauty products i guess with sephora it's like they're selling like a bunch of other brands too. So they're like, oh, don't get this brand, get this brand instead. Yeah. Whereas, Whereas at it, Aritzia, you can't be like, oh, don't buy that sweater. It's so overpriced. Yeah. Like, could you imagine? Oh my God. <laughs> and I, trust me, I love Aritzia. Like, I, I think their their stuff is definitely overpriced for what it is. Um, But they just, I mean, I haven't been there for a while, but like I have their puffer, their puffer coat. Yeah. And it was so funny. I was talking to my management about this because they used to send me stuff like clothes back in the day like yeah when i was i don't know like 2018 let's say 2019 and i was so excited because i hadn't like shopped at aritzia for years because i had of my bad experience like working there i was like oh my god um but i always really liked their stuff and so they started sending me things and i was like so excited about it and then they stopped like when i got pregnant they were like oh like we're they didn't say it's because i got pregnant they were just like oh we're not like gifting anymore yeah which like i just maybe that was the case at the time but then, like, I would see other creators, like, from Canada and, like, from where I live, like, get gifted things. So yeah. I was like, mm. And so I kept asking my management. And they're like, no, they're just, like, they keep passing. They keep passing. And I'm like, is it because, like, I'm, like, too big? Like, I don't understand, you know? And then <laughs> I lost a bunch of weight. And then they reached out wanting to gift me stuff. Oh and I was God. like, I don't think that's a thing at all. But I was like, what are the chances that they stopped when I was pregnant and then started up again when I lost weight. After but think pregnancy. of it this way. Their brand is not maternity stuff. No, but I'm talking even like Kyla, they first sent me this jacket this year. When's the, my son is going to be four. Oh, okay. It was like, I was asking like postpartum. Oh, okay. But I just like, wait a lot more well don't they on like instagram and their website they have like plus size that's why i don't think it's a thing i think it's literally it was just a funny thing that we kind of like laughed about i think more it's it's, more just like ironic i think that maybe they just have a certain amount of people they can gift a year and like i just wasn't the top one because i just wasn't like a super fashion influencer at the time yeah maybe like maybe your brand at the time especially because it was more so being a mom and mm-hmm. and like body positivity which that, like, i would think if you own a business that's like a good person to send clothing to someone who is body positivity or body positive yeah it is it is smart mm, it's weird that's Anyways, why i, I think it's just more like the timing which is ironic coincidence. yeah but it was funny like when <laughs> when she texted me she's like alex guess who wants to give you something i was like who she's like aritzia and i was like shut up um can your management get me gifted aritzia no i don't know if they will again oh it was just that one time yeah they just uh, wanted me to 
to unbox like the coat and i was like hell yeah i will take that coat yeah my old puffer jacket i gave it to mom but like i used it for years it's so warm and the one i have now i'm obsessed with it yeah so i I would spend the money on it but i was like if i can get it for free why would i say no yeah i know but um yeah it's just it's expensive too their stuff i know i think i think the coats are worth the money some of the other things i'm like not too sure about i'm never like uh what's it called i've never felt like super compelled to buy their coats not saying that i don't like the way their coats look or anything i just feel like everyone has those coats now and i really like pajar really yeah that white and black coat right there and the long herringbone one and the long black one that's on the second rack both of those are pajar have you ever, or Pajar. I don't know how you say it. My old jacket from last year was literally H&M. So cheap and mm. so warm. But like lasted one season. Yeah. That's the issue is that like yeah. when you get something cheap, it's not going to last. And like it got so dirty and I had to wash it and it instantly ruined. I actually have to take a picture in this new uh, Pajar We can bring it to jacket. our little trip next week. Yeah. And then I have to post it like that weekend. Perfect. So we'll take the photo. We're going on a little like winter getaway not very far we did this last year too but it's um we're so excited because it's gonna be so much fun and there's like a lot of snow whereas originally when we were supposed to go i don't think there was as as much snow um we got snow really late this year i was kind of hoping we wouldn't get it at all (laughs) so i'm excited for that because we had so much fun last year although i'm kind of hoping it's not going to be like super icy or slippery maybe we can take my suv to have that, that four-wheel drive i can ask dan if he can switch the car seat if he wouldn't mind for that weekend. hopefully there won't be too much snow like last year no i that like was actually snow. really scary i like the snow i don't like the slipperiness of like how steep some of the hills were but we were in like the small the small sedan yeah whereas my suv is like four-wheel drive so yeah we'll okay let's take the suv i'll ask dan um, remember last year when we were sliding you're like no it's four-wheel drive and i was like there's no fucking way no i wouldn't have said that with the sedan no you genuinely thought it was four-wheel drive because i remember before we went it was Wasn't supposed it to car? snow no it was your car it was my car um yeah because you were driving but for it's not four-wheel drive so why i think I at that? the time you thought it was because i remember mom asking like is it four-wheel drive it's supposed to snow a lot this weekend and you were like, yes, it is. And then, like, when we were sliding on the hill, I was like, are you sure it's four-wheel drive? And you were like, yeah, it is. <laughs> but I think you genuinely thought it was. <laughs> and then when we got back, you just told Dan, and he was like, no, it's not. Oh, that sounds like something I would do. Yeah. Be, like, so confident about something that, like, I'm totally wrong in. Yeah. That happens a lot to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was texting with one of my cousins last night. Just funny stories. And just, like, talking about stuff, whatever. And she's like yeah but it's normal to feel that way whatever whatever i was like "Mm, is it i was like "Mm, me i just like attention i was like i think sometimes i just like attention so i'll play i'll play things up that's hilarious (laughs) it's like oh you you stub your toe and i'm like oh it hurts so bad and dan's like okay really you're definitely a drama queen yeah (laughs) i always know too when you're like playing things up but i have to say when it comes down to like legit pain like getting like an operation when I have my surgery in the summer, like knowing the pain was going to happen. I'm really good with that. Or like tattoos. Like I'm really good with handling pain when I know it's coming. Yeah. But like stubbing my toe or like my funny bone or like if I like hit myself when I'm not expecting it, it like it's the end of the world. I'm like, oh, my arm is broken. Oh my and God. Like, that's relax. hilarious. <laughs> I really have to blow my nose. Hold on. Okay. Kyle, we need to talk about <laughs> your trip to Florida. Oh, yeah. 
Um, I went to Florida with my best friend in, I left on Christmas day. So the 25th and then I flew home January 4th. Um, so I spent Christmas and New Year's there. Mm -hmm. Her dad basically has a place there, whatever. Um, she's still there actually. She's spending like the entire month. She's still there. I think she, she comes home like at the end of the month. Okay. And um, it was so nice. This is the same friend I went to Europe with. And was it relaxing? It was very relaxing. We went to the weather was good, like way better than here in Montreal. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't like sunny every day. There was moments or there were some days that it was overcast. I heard it was cold. It gets chilly at night. Okay. Um, Did you tan during the day? Yeah. We oh, definitely okay. tend. Like, my tan is going away now, but, like, you could see I have a bikini tan. Oh, yeah. Tan. Okay. Um, so that was nice. And, like, where we were staying was, like, a really good area. Mm-hmm. And also, like, on the beach. Amazing. Um, we have, like, yours? pools, hot, tub, hot tubs. Um, we're on the beach, so we have access to the beach. Um, there's a gym there, like, a really nice gym. And, like... In the gym, they also have saunas, a steam pool, a cold plunge. Which is steam pool? A steam room, sorry. Oh. A cold plunge, a hot tub. Like, wow. it's really nice. So, actually, I was talking about it with Jess. We were both saying that, like, what's nice about Florida is that we're living that vacation life, but we don't feel like we're so out of our routine right? when we're here because, like, we could still, like, go to a gym Mm-hmm. It's not like, you know, when we were in Europe. Right. And you're it's just, just like, on completely vacation. different. And like you're so out of your routine there. Mm-hmm. Florida was nice because it was like just very relaxing. No work. But your normal life like or your normal routine. Yeah. But like Did you do on steroids. So we were going to do Trader Joe's, but we ended up eating out most nights. And then on the nights that we stayed in, I think it was just one night we stayed in. We ordered Uber Eats. Did you do Oh, I tried Wingstop again. Was it better? It was better, but still overrated. And I got like the lemon pepper and like Yeah. See, I don't know. I the corn was really good. The corn? Yeah. It was really good. They put the this corn? like spice on it. Oh, like corn on the cob? Yeah. Oh. It was really good. Did you do anything special for New Year's? I didn't even ask you that. We her dad got us tickets to this event. It was like a ballroom. Oh. Um at the Hard Rock casino oh my god um and it was like moulin rouge themed well she was like dressed fancy yep and um we so we went there we had dinner we had a few drinks and then we had to get back to uh the condo because her dog was was there alone and there's Mm -hmm. always fireworks on the beach so he gets really anxious and uh so we went back at around maybe 11 we got pizza after the event like when we left the event Mm -hmm. We got uh, pizza and pasta. Oh my god, fun. And went back to the condo to be with her dog. And her poor dog was so anxious that night. Um, and we watched a movie. And then we ate more of our pizza and pasta. What kind of pasta did you get and pizza? I got baked ziti. What's that? It's like like a pasta casserole. Okay. That you put in the oven. Um, like a lasagna? It's like actual like penne. Oh. With the sauce. And then there's like cheese on the top. It's a tomato sauce? 
Uh, I got, it was more of like a rosé, but it wasn't actually rosé. Okay. Um, and it was very cheesy. It was so mm. good. And I put it on top of my pizza. Got a cheese pizza? I got all dressed. Mm. And <laughs> yeah, we watched a movie. I think we watched two movies that night actually. And both of the, both of those movies were so stupid. <laughs> but yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So it was fun. fun. What did you do for New Year's? My neighbor had like a little party. Yeah. Where it was like a bunch of like her friends that came over and like the kids were all invited too. So I wasn't expecting Archie to actually stay up till midnight, but he did. Oh, wow. Yeah. And he stayed up and he was fine. We all cheers after, but he had like a little glass of apple juice. It was Mm -hmm. so cute. And I think they put some sparkling water in it. So it was like a sparkling apple juice. Yeah. So it looked like champagne. And he was like, happy new year. Oh, what a cutie. And then we got home around 1230 and he passed out and, um honestly like he was such a champ over the holidays we didn't really do much because first of all it's like that week between christmas and new year's when no one does anything Mm -hmm. and there was no snow Mm -hmm. so it was cold but nothing to do like no outdoor activities other than just like hikes i guess Mm -hmm. and then you know dad wasn't doing well so it's not like we can like go over to see mom and dad all the time and like do stuff with them so we were trying to make plans with people but like my sister-in-law was in Florida with her kids and like everyone was just kind of away. Like yeah. a ton of people were in Florida. It was so weird this year. Um, so we didn't really do much, which was fine. It was actually really nice to just be just the family. But um, yeah, I don't know. Just like it didn't feel like the holidays this year. Like I have to be honest, like once dad like wasn't doing great and then mom canceled the Christmas with like like her side of the family yeah and then you were away i mean that christmas was fun like at liana's house that was a really nice christmas and there was a lot of people yeah but it felt a little different yeah it just did and then why did it feel different i think it's because we didn't do the secret santa which they all tell me we didn't do it last time either and it's been years and i was like oh in my memory for some reason like the secret santa is the thing that like, yeah i remember we didn't do secret santa christmas dinner or christmas night of 2022 and then the two years before that was covid yeah so then the year before covid was 2019 i don't think i was i wasn't there for that because i was pregnant do you remember and it was like i was told i couldn't be around kids because of that like disease thing oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and i was like so scared so i that was like during my like first two trimesters that was right before i left for new zealand new zealand yeah you left on christmas day didn't you no i think i left on the 29th okay and then the travel is so long but also kai you were there when like the first hint of like the and i had a layover in china we we flew from montreal to china I forget where in China. Beijing. I think it might have been Beijing. And then from Beijing to New Zealand. Mm-hmm. We left Montreal on the 29th. And then we landed in New Zealand because A, it's such a long trip. And we had a change. layover in China. But then also it's a time change. So when we landed, it was like two days later. By the time we left our like where we were staying to go out that night, it was maybe 9 p.m. on New Year's Eve. Oh, my gosh. So our first night in New Zealand was New Year's Eve was New Year's Eve. So we went out in Auckland and we got so drunk. (laughs) And I remember waking up the next day. We were staying in a hostel that night. I will never do another hostel in my life. I hated the hostel. I literally will never stay in one just because of the movie Hostel. (laughs) <laughs> not even just that they're even if like the hostels that are considered nice mm-hmm. just get an airbnb at that point because you're almost paying the same amount for like a cheaper airbnb no way but like 
it's still it's always a freaking like shared bathroom if you want to stay in a hostel where it's like the room is private like the amount you're paying at that point is like just stay at an airbnb anyways the first night and the first hostel that we stayed at was new year's eve and it was the by far the most disgusting hostel out of the whole entire trip and i didn't even like any of the hostels but that one was the worst we were sharing a room with 18 people (gasps) bunk beds my nightmare and the bathrooms were all like shared between everyone in that hostel and it's new year's eve so everyone's like wasted i woke up the next morning i was sleeping on the top bunk the people underneath me were having sex (gasps) so the bed was moving and i was like moving, and i was so hungover and i felt nauseous you're like wait why am i rocking and then you're like holy shit i'm actually it's not my head it's like physically and then i didn't want to like i didn't want to go to the bathroom because the bathrooms were so dirty we went in this like lounge chilling area to sit and like when i tell you that the couches even felt dirty they were like (laughs) sticky and just disgusting i didn't want to sit anywhere i didn't want to shower because the bathrooms were gross you know what's so funny is that like so you're telling me this experience i'm not saying it's wrong by any means but like when i was talking to dan he was like oh yeah i traveled across norway we stayed in hostels they were so nice and so clean and i'm like i wonder if it's, Maybe it's like different in norway well, that's what i was thinking i wonder if it's because it's different where he was or if he's but just also like a more dan, positive person who doesn't care where he stays like i don't think dan cares where he stays because we were even having a conversation the other day and he was like i don't need much in life to feel happy like he was just he's like a very simple person whereas like for me i'm no i need a clean bathroom I'm i need sorry. it i need like cleanliness and i need my own privacy yeah and i just can't with hostels i i can't do it i've never seen one but mainly because i was so scared from that movie hostel like it traumatized me so i was like and not that that would happen i mean i'm sure shit like that does happen but like not that if you stay in a hostel that's gonna happen to you obviously like you've stayed in hostels many people stay in hostels but it just like always scared me and now the fact i'm like older and i have money i'm like i just wouldn't yeah. Like, I would rather just get an Airbnb. And this is also why you should travel with, with someone that's, like, you guys are on the same page. Like, with Jess, we travel so well together because you're we're very page. much on the same okay. page. Um, With what we're willing to spend and, like, our standards when it comes to traveling. Right. Um, I think you and I are similar in that aspect. I think I'm a, a bit more bougie than you. Like, I'm a bit more, I like more. You're more, um, I think you're very anxious, and so... Not anymore, not with traveling anymore. So maybe it's, like, a, you're more bougie. Like, I know that for you, you don't like taking... Like, you'll literally Uber everywhere, and the Uber rides will be very expensive. Depends. If it's a business trip, yes, because it's a write-off. If, like, when I went to, um, where was I? We took public transportation everywhere. Or if I'm in New York, I'll just take the train, because it's, like... It's cheap mm-hmm. and it just takes you, literally you can go anywhere in like five seconds and like if you're driving in new york you're going to be in traffic um i think it was switzerland they have like really good public transportation so even though it was technically a business trip we just took like the train and everything everywhere yeah but like la for example one it's business trip so right off two there isn't really much public transportation yeah like, you kind of have to uber everywhere mm-hmm. it's not like where things are close or rent a car yeah you could rent a car but like realistically if you're there renting it for a certain amount of days it's gonna cost the same amount if not more 
Yeah. And like when we went to Scotland, we rented a car, but we rented a really big van. So it was very expensive. And then also you have to put the insurance on it and then the gas. And it's like, it ends up being like way more than if you were to just uber from like your airbnb to a spot type thing the nice thing about new zealand was that this is when i was still doing like influencing full time Mm -hmm. and i reached out to a bunch of restaurants um a car company um different hotels different like excursions activities stuff like that and i was able to get a lot of collaborations oh that's fun so we were also able to do things that were so you saved money we saved money and we were able to do things that would normally cost a lot, but I got everything comped. That's really nice. So that was really nice. And I remember towards the end of the trip, I got a collaboration with Gibson um, What's Valley, that? which is like a hotel slash spa on a vineyard <gasps> Oh my god! Um, in New Zealand. And we had our own room, which was beautiful. It was like like huge first of all and like compared to the hostels you were staying yeah (laughs) it was it was huge it was clean it was like a beautiful room our view was amazing like we were it wasn't like a hotel that had a bunch of different um what's it called levels Mm -hmm. it was just like it was like your own home like on the vineyard and you open up your back patio and like you're on the vineyard. So it's like a little villa room. So it was like a little villa. Our room was really nice. We had um, a free massage, free drinks. Whoa. Free hot tub experience. Damn. Okay, but when you say free, it's not free, right? Because you're like promoting them. So you're doing work for them. I'm doing work for them. But like. You didn't have to pay money. I didn't have to pay money. Um, we had dinner that was comped. Wow. Um, as well as a bottle of wine. And then the next day we had the wine tour experience that was comped as well. Um, and we were just there for one night. Would you recommend it if like to pay the money? Like it was a really nice experience. It was a really nice experience. I don't remember exactly where it was in New Zealand, like the exact area, but it was called Gibston Valley. I also worked with a hot air balloon company um oh my god so that was amazing i'd be so scared it was so much fun and it was beautiful we went like for sunset Mm -hmm. too um what else we i collaborated with different restaurants when we were in kingston no not kingston it was yeah it was kingston actually um wait was it i don't remember (laughs) i don't remember the name of this did you like the food in new zealand like the places that like the restaurants we went to that I had collaborations with, they were good. the food was really good. Like, amazing. what is the type of food there? Is it just like similar to like North America where you can just get whatever? Like they have yeah. different types of restaurants of different kinds. Yeah, of Yeah, exactly. Okay. There was this burger place in um, uh, Queenstown. That's that's the the area. Queenstown was beautiful. It was it's like the second biggest city I think in New Zealand after Auckland. Okay, Auckland is like a city like north of the north island because new zealand is two islands oh i didn't know that and queenstown i believe is on the south island like a little bit more north i think if i remember properly anyways we were in queenstown and we went to this burger place it's super popular i forget what it's called um what does the meat taste like there is it different because i remember in australia it tasted different i don't remember but the burgers were like to die for alex it was the best burger i had in my entire life 
Oh my god, I remember when we were in Italy, not me and you, but I was in Italy with um, Dan and like our friends from New York. Yeah. And we had gone to Lake Como for the day. It was the first time we had gone. We drove there because we were staying in the north of Italy. And we found this little beach that was like a public beach. It wasn't like attached to a hotel or anything. I mean, it's not a beach. It was like pebbles. But like you could go swimming at the lake yeah. or whatever. And it was right next to it was this cute little restaurant. But in Italy, it's not like a surf shop where you could just, you know, they have like legit good food. Like we got sandwiches with freshly cured meats. And then Patrick was like, I'm going to get a burger. So he orders a burger. And it was legit. Like the meat was fresh because it was like Lake Como's right on the edge of the Swiss Alps. So like on the you see the Alps in the distance and like they have like fresh catch of the day from like the cows literally that morning. And Pat gets his burger and the meat is literally raw. Like it looks like minced meat. Ew. Because that's how they because it's so fresh. Like they're like we just like everything is so like you, it's basically beef tartare. Oh, but, ew, that gross. That would I thought be you disgusting. eat beef tartare. Uh, no, I do salmon and tuna tartare. Oh, it's Dan that likes beef tartare. Anyways, in, in Lake Como, it's very, like, big thing there, like, beef tartare, because it's so fresh. And Pat looks at it, and he goes, I think they forgot to c- cook the meat. So he went back and was like, oh, excuse me. And they looked at him like he was crazy. Because they're like, do you... They were probably insulted. <laughs> I don't think they were insulted. They probably thought like, oh, stupid American, like doesn't mm-hmm. understand, you know, which like he, it's not that he's a stupid American. It's that like, we're not used to that because we can't eat mincemeat here, but there, cause it's so fresh and like the quality of, of everything is so like the standards are very high. So like, that's the, a delicacy there. And he was like, I mean, I just wanted a burger. Like, <laughs> let's just go to McDonald's at this point. Like it was just like his face. Cause he was so embarrassed. Like Pat is the kind of person that like, he loves to get immersed in the culture and he loves to learn and he does not want to be like the American when he's there, even though he's American, but like, he's like, that's the way I like to travel. Yeah. Like he just really likes to like learn about the culture and the arts and everything and the food. And, and so his face, like he was so embarrassed and we're like, don't even think about it because like, how would we know? Yeah. Like, how would we know? We don't, we don't, you order a burger and you, they give you like a raw minced meat patty and you're like yeah. huh but yeah they definitely like well, it must have been really raw looking because i know in the states no they didn't not even as... grill it kyla it literally looked like they took the mince meat Ew. from the Ew. package and just put it in a bun with like vegetables no i don't like it ew and then so when dan and i went back to italy for our honeymoon, well when i was in milan i ordered a salad with chicken one night and they literally gave me the chicken raw okay i'm sorry that's not okay and i told them i was like this chicken is not cooked and the waiter looked at it and he was like oh my god i'm so sorry and i ended up getting my meal for free Ew, like i, I would, got a new one yeah. for free but i was like i don't even want chicken in it at yeah this point. i'd be so scared chicken is like you need to have it cooked but like um you can definitely have beef tartare and when dan and i went back for our honeymoon we did like our one bougie meal was because we were staying at the mandarin oriental which on its own is already an expensive hotel but like we weren't really eating much at the hotel we get breakfast but then we would go out for the day and like just because it's cheap when you're like just going to a whatever restaurant in italy um we're like for like our fancy meal we're gonna eat at the, the hotel we're gonna have the whole like um tasting menu where they pair the wine and you try everything and one of the dishes was literally a plate of beef tartare it looked like they just smacked minced meat on my plate and i I looked at it and i go dan i actually don't think i can eat this he's like just try it he's chowing it down i'm like this is too much i'm like i can't i literally cannot i can't even look at it yeah 
and so he ate mine but i was like i'll drink the wine yeah <laughs> it's just yeah ooh, no. i got so drunk that night really yeah because i can't even imagine you actually being drunk there's times where you're like oh like the wine really got to me you're like i'm i feel like tipsy and i'm tired but like you're more like you're Kyla, just tired. we used to go out together in like I'm saying years. Alex in the last like 10 years. Oh no, I haven't gotten to the point of like I can't even imagine you drunk. actually acting drunk. Because for you, it's like it's more like the alcohol will just make you sleepy and that's just from having like one glass. So in this sense, this was like the most drunk I had been in a very long time. Like I wasn't to the point of like blackout or like feeling sick, but I was definitely hungover the next day. And throughout the – like I was so giggly and so like – I remember getting up to walk to the bathroom and I was like, whoa, like the room was kind of spinny and I was like, okay, I need to drink water. Like I am. Now that I think of it though, even in, in our like lifeguarding years and like when we were much younger before you started dating Dan, like I don't ever remember seeing you like sloppy drunk. Well, that's a good thing. I have actually, no memory because of that. I, I can't imagine happened. you drunk. <laughs> that's a good thing that you have no memory of that because <laughs> maybe like no one even else the does. time that you threw up on your friend's dog and like <laughs> and like you started taking your clothes off in front of mama i wasn't I was there wasted i wasn't there for that what about when mom had to drag me into the house because i pass out i wasn't there front. for that yeah see there was times where i feel I like you've seen me wasted like um, remember that time i was i was going out with my friends one night and you this is when we both still lived at home and you were in the dining room with your friends and I got really drunk and I left the the mom and dad's and then I came back because I forgot something and when I opened the front door I was like I'm back <laughs> and you and all your friends were dying like pissing your pants because I was so drunk. I don't remember you being sloppy either. I just remember you being like there was times where I could definitely like tell you were drunk but you weren't like like I've been around friends that were very like i had to like carry them i'm talking about like real sloppy didn't i tell you to like fuck off at Catherine's wedding yeah you did but it's okay because it's fine i don't take it personally no it's because i'm really i'm the type of person where like when i'm drunk i'm happy i'm like happy go lucky no, in my own world you weren't happy drunk you were like crying drunk no i wasn't no you weren't crying drunk but you were like sad drunk i wasn't sad at all that night oh no it wasn't you it was my friend that was sad and then you helped me with her. Yeah, no, for me it was it was <laughs> just there was there was someone that was talking to me like a guy that was there to, and I was I was drunk. Um and there was a guy that was talking to me and you you kept checking in on me to see if I was okay, which is like a good thing. You're being like a good sister. Yeah. And because I was I drunk, I felt like, you know, I was like, "Hey, fuck off." But it's cuz <laughs> I knew in your sober self you wouldn't be happy with the situation you were in. Yeah. But, but like because, you were because drunk, I was drunk and like you kept like checking in on me and like you know telling me like no Kyla like don't like don't do this don't I do that I was bossing you around yeah and but I it's was like I a happy fucking drunk. knew I was like if Kyla was sober she'd be so fucking pissed at herself right now so I'm gonna be that person that's gonna be annoying but then in the end you just like are gonna do what you want so I'm like you know what I'm just gonna back off whatever I'm not her fucking mom yeah <laughs> like I just yeah. I'm done I don't want to keep like being annoying yeah exactly um like you're safe you're fine so I just yeah I was being that like annoying older sister that was just being bossy and then I was like I just need to fuck off right now it's like I'm like that though with a lot of people in my life like even like with dad or like Daniel well you have a bossy nature to you just in general because well, when I want people to better themselves and they're doing something that I could see is wrong I'm like I'm annoying about it but then I don't do that to myself <laughs> no but just just in general you're you're am I bossy yeah you're so bossy but like with everyone or just you 
Um, I would say mainly with me, mom, dad, and Daniel. I can't boss Daniel around. You're so bossy. To, but I can't because he's bossy. And he you guys are bossy <laughs> in different ways. I find oh, like maybe. he's Daniel's like, yeah, you guys are bossy in different ways. But yeah, no, last when was it last Sunday at uh, mom and dad's? Um, <laughs> there was just a moment where you were literally telling everyone what to do. And I didn't say anything. But in my head, I was like, you are so fucking bossy. I know. Dan told me afterwards. He's like, you just shut the fuck up. No, sometimes I'm like, I want to like. And mom and dad are so patient. They never like, they just do it. They just listen to you. And in my head, I'm like, fuck off. <laughs> you can literally tell me that in person. Um, You can be like, you can literally look at me. No, be because like, it was like being bossy. Everyone was in a really good mood. And like, you oh, know, it was just like man. a really good moment. But Even like you were, bossy? you weren't like being like a bitch or anything. It was just like you're. Yeah, you like to call the shots. <laughs> You're just like that. You know why I realized this in therapy is because um, throughout like my childhood and stuff, like the anxiety I had and like it's a self um, a way to control a situation. Even though I don't deal with anxiety like I used to, it's almost like in my nature now. Yeah, but I guess that makes sense if it's like related to feeling like out of control when you have had like really bad anxiety growing up yeah but it's something that i definitely can work on now because i don't have anxiety the same way i just think it's in my nature now to just like control yeah situation. It's, it's almost like muscle memory at this point where yeah, you but just it's like annoying. need to you just need to like dictate yeah but it's annoying for everyone and i don't even realize i'm doing it it's not always annoying enough but it is afterwards like when i when it's if not I, like, it's not like you're you're like being like mean or like rude about things it's just more like you need to have control over a situation like even when dad was in a lot of pain and at christmas and you were telling me that like advice that that he gave you yeah my cousin was like alex i'm just gonna give you some unsolicited advice she's like i totally know where you're coming from but sometimes you just have to like your dad's an adult he knows what's best for him like stop trying to control like like, i I know know you and the and mom is i think you get that from mom too because maybe mom needs to have control over situations as well yeah and both you and mom were very much like it was like it's a good thing that you were both very helpful and worried about dad but the way that I saw the situation as well was like he is an adult at the end of the day so like yes it's normal to still like you know try to help and and give your your opinion of what you think that especially your parents should be doing when mm-hmm. they're in a lot of pain. But like if he's not going to like be able to or not be able to, but like if he's not going to, you know, be proactive and do things himself, then that's he's going to be the one. I know, but then it affects everyone else cuz that's like that's where I'm coming from too. It's almost a selfish thing. So I'm like obviously I care for him, but I'm like if he's not going to take care of himself and then something were to happen and then that would affect me emotionally yeah like i don't want to do i don't want that to i know happen. i know so like i need to control the situation for him to get better so that he betters himself and then i could relax yes type thing yeah. which is like when my cousin told me that i was like you know what you're right and i had to i was having a lot of anxiety about that situation too and the day that i was leaving for florida on christmas i was having so much anxiety like i even texted sophia mm-hmm. and i was like can you please make sure my dad is okay tonight and she was like kyla don't worry yeah I got together with the aunts and yeah. we were, we like Sophia, 
Liana, Linda, everyone, mm-hmm. like, were came into agreement that it's like the second we see Aldo is like doing something that we don't think he should be doing or we're gonna whatever, yeah. like we're gonna basically like tell him to stop. Yeah, because it's like it's it's hard sometimes when like a person might be a little stubborn in situations, and like I'm definitely like that too. Like where I'll be in a situation where I shouldn't be doing something, but I'm like, oh, it's just faster if I do it, mm-hmm. and then I end up like hurting myself more. And I you know I, I think mean? it's a it's a mix between like maybe okay I guess maybe being stubborn, but also like a sense of denial where yes and also just enjoy, like it was christmas and he was happy and it's yeah. like that's what that's what christina said she's like look at him like he, he's fine like honestly yeah. like just let it go it's, i know because i can imagine the night. situation where like anything he was doing you were probably like dad don't do that dad do this well literally no honestly it was me and mom and like and a, a doctor was there like everyone was fine like everything was under control but you and mom both have anxiety yes and especially with this, i have anxiety like, i was too. so fragile with the situation kyla like i could not think i was so stressed yeah that's uh it's a lot for sure yeah because anyway. i was really st- i was really stressed too and but you also i feel like worried. in a lot of situations not every situation but in certain ones for some reason you think glass half full you're like you know what i can relinquish control because i feel like it's gonna be okay Whereas I'm immediately I don't know like, if it's so yes, that's that's really true. It's funny because you want to work on being less bossy mm-hmm. and I need to work on being more like assertive. Yeah, I know we're the opposite. And speaking my mind. You've been so good at it though, Kai. And you're good I'm at really knowing when you should and shouldn't. Yeah. Like you said too, you're like when I was like, You just call me out and tell me I'm being bossy, you're like, No, everyone was like in a good place. Like, what am I gonna do? Like, why would I say it then? Yeah. It's smart. Like I have no filter. I need to learn how to do that. I'll just, like, say things. And then it's, like, especially with me and mom, we just fucking, like, yeah. escalate. And we don't know how to stop. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm I'm like that sometimes, too, with uh, mom and even dad, where, yeah. like, I say things and I'm, like, why am I, like, you And you know? recognize it in the moment. Yeah. I'm, like, <laughs> why am I even saying, so- like, why am I making this into a thing right now? And, like, also, I'm probably in the wrong with the way I'm feeling <laughs> about this situation. No, you're never in the wrong with the way you're feeling. Mm, you could be oh oh feeling i guess no but like reacting reacting to the situation like well like last weekend i was literally getting mad at mom for something so stupid literally so stupid and i was like fighting with her and we left and dan's like why do you do that and i'm i was like because dan and he's like no but seriously like what is the point yeah like literally what is the point like so what you could be right just let it go and I'm like, oh, yeah. fuck, I did it again. I know. For me, it's sometimes I do have to say something, though, because it's it's more about, like, I need to, sh- like, prove to myself that, like, I'm not just going to, like, accept this type of behavior. Like, what this person is telling me right now it's not okay. is, like, not true and not, well, that's okay. Like, like, okay. I agree with that. Me, it's like. I'll I- tell you something after, like, a situation okay. that happened recently and you'd be proud of me. But, like, Kyla, I'm the opposite. I'm, like, I'm picking a fight that I know will be no end and will come to no resolution. And I just keep going. Yeah. And I'm, like, and I don't even realize in the moment. It's, like, only afterwards when people are, like, why? Yeah. And I'm, like, oh. <laughs> yeah. But it's all a learning experience. Yeah. I, I mean, wonder- whatever. Everyone has things, though, that, like, I know. It's you just know? so funny how opposite we are in that situation. Like, how... Intense. well i i got dad's uh 
the like personality traits more yeah and you got more i guess mom's personality traits yeah she's definitely more like assertive and like confrontational and like anxious and the way that she deals with the anxiety yes is you uh actually no mom is so good at like masking uh, there are certain situations where yeah. I would have had no idea she was having anxiety or stressed or nervous. Like she's really good at just seeming like super strong and like very much sure and like doing everything. And you're like, okay. And she's it's a good true. leader. And then afterwards, but I feel when like when settle, your kids get older, though, no, you're no. going to be better. Like you're going to no. be more like that because mommy wasn't like me growing up. Oh, okay. We I have her traits in certain aspects, but like the the like really anxious like to the fact where it like creates panic attacks and like that whole thing like she doesn't like have the same yeah thing as me so i feel like but the the need for control is yes I guess. exactly to help it's to help others but also to help ourselves it's like <laughs> almost i don't want to say selfish because it's not a selfish thing to want to help people but it is almost in turn selfish because it's like how's this going to affect me afterwards well i mean it's you're also thinking because like you love this person so 100%. much so it's not really selfish it's like i love you so much that i would not be able to deal with something happening happening yeah i know you don't have any control over it but it's like it is but then it, is. it backfires when you know like let's say with when it comes to dad like yeah. you and mom being so like proactive proactive but not, not like that's a good thing but like overbearing in the sense where it's like telling him what to do this I is know. what the person said reminding him I making know. sure that he's doing his exercises oh God, like poor dad no but like it's not only just that it'll backfire because he'll want to do it less. he'll want to do it even less how long have we been recording this oh well, you know what they're getting a long episode today because we have been gone for a long time yeah and i hope you enjoy it but we do have really we have like Two big announcements coming, I'd say, in the next month and a half. Yeah. Putting it out there because that is the date that we are going to be announcing it, okay? Yes. I'm making it a reality. It's 2024. Yes. It's been years. Like, let's fucking go. Yeah. We have something really exciting. Yes. That we will be announcing soon. Mm-hmm. And um, I hope you guys are as excited as us because it's so actually a really big deal. I know. It's, like, so fucking big. But, yeah, I'm so, so excited for it and yeah we're gonna this has been going on behind the scenes for what two years now almost two years in this yeah but for me it's been five years yeah trying to get this thing started yeah so it's like yeah i'm so excited and then we have another announcement with something i think that's coming in the next two weeks i think yeah um oh i also have an announcement eventually yeah and i maybe two weeks three weeks yeah or, or f- further you think uh, for me, it'll be sometime in, like, February, I would okay, say. Okay, yeah. So, like, literally by the end of February, you're going to hear all of us. <laughs> yeah, so, like, three big things coming soon. It's so exciting. Um, for, for me, though, like, what I was talking about, like, the new opportunity, like, it's huge, 1,000%. But the other announcement that the both of us have together is, like... The biggest yeah. one. Like, we're so excited for it. Okay, anyways. We love you guys so much. We hope you enjoyed. We're so happy to be back. And I hope you enjoyed this... Um, this uh, Episode? Episode, but also catch up. And if you want to be super generous, you can leave us a review on Apple Podcast or Spotify. It takes, like, two seconds and it helps us out a ton. Um, we haven't been filming videos recently just because guys honestly like it's it's real i don't have the time to edit the video 
Like it's I just a lot do, of work. I just do not like I want to so bad because I think it would be so fun to have video. If I can film this and send it into an editor, like a hundred percent I would do it. I just don't know how to how do I pay someone for just like once a week? I feel is that like a thing? I don't know. I'm gonna look into it because it could be helpful. Um, I mean we can chat. But then it's like we have to be cute. <laughs> like right now I have the massive pimple on my, my I know, chin. I know. Like, I mean like we can chat. Yeah, we'll we'll chat about it. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Okay, guys. We'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.